Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and today's episode is entitled Sound Recognition. You'll hear me talk with Dr. Chris Mitchell, CEO and founder of Audio Analytic. Audio Analytic develops sound recognition software that adds context-based intelligence into consumer technology products. In our conversation, you'll learn what the -the state-of-the-art sound recognition systems can do, the types of sound events that are typically recognized, which consumer products they're integrated into, and the many benefits and new possibilities that the technology affords to developers and users. We discover the difference between sound recognition and speech recognition. We learn how sound recognition provides the all-important context for voice-enabled devices to make the right decisions, and how smart devices can take advantage of this contextual knowledge. Then we dive into some of the technical details of how it all works, including uh, better-than-real-time processing, edge computing versus the cloud, uh, the need to train custom acoustic models, and how these machine learning models can run on low-resource devices like headphones using TinyML. Chris then briefly explains the process of integrating the AI3 framework into your products, and we tackle the all-important question of data privacy and security. Over the course of the conversation, it became clear that the utility of many of the smart devices of the future will rely on sound recognition to understand the context of their environments. Chris and his team are at the cutting edge of the sound recognition field. They're long-time experts in the domain. So really, there's no better person to introduce us to this important technology. Don't forget, there's a great voice conference coming up soon. It's the Voice Connected Home 2019. It's happening in Cologne in Germany on May the 7th and May the 8th. It's Europe's first voice event focused on brand companies and their voice projects. We've got the likes of Eon, Chibo, Samsung, Google, the BBC, and many more in attendance. Look out for my talk there as well. Uh, And if you want to meet up and possibly record some audio together, then uh, just drop me an email. The link to register for tickets is in the show notes, and you can get 20% off with the code VOICETECH. And I've got two free tickets to give away as well. So just drop me an email at carl at voicetechpodcast.com, and I'll pick two windows at random very shortly. This episode is supported by Dabble Lab. Dabble Lab provide free video tutorials and code templates to help you learn to build your own voice apps. At youtube.com slash dabblelab, you'll find over 150 video tutorials for both beginners and experts, containing step-by-step instructions for how to build apps for Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, Microsoft Cortana, Jovo, Bixby, and more, as well as using industry-leading tools such as Twilio and Bespoken. All the free templates are at skilltemplates.com, and all the tutorial videos are at youtube.com slash dabblelab. So if you're a voice app developer or you're thinking of becoming one, you're going to want to check out this amazing resource and take your skills to the next level. I want to say a huge thank you to Dabble Lab, Manning Publishing, and all the other companies and individuals who continue to sponsor the show. It's really thanks to you that I can continue to produce these episodes, and uh, the voice tech audience is very grateful for your contributions. Okay, so now it's my pleasure to bring you today's guest, Dr. Chris Mitchell.
I'm very happy to be on the line with Dr. Chris Mitchell, CEO and founder of Audio Analytic, uh, the pioneer of sound recognition. Uh, they've developed a, a patented sound recognition software framework called AI3, which we're going to hear all about. Uh, this enables uh, consumer technology companies to embed context-based intelligence into their products. Chris, excellent to have you on the show. Welcome. Thanks, Carl. Always good to be talking. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting subject. Um, as some of the listeners know that I've, I've had a little bit of experience in the field, but still a complete uh, beginner. Um, so very, very interested in the whole sound recognition, sound synthesis, sound transformation kind of field. And uh, I'm ready to get a little bit technical in, the, in this conversation. So first of all, yeah, so what, what does your company do? What kind of clients do you serve? Uh, what kind of problems do you solve? Uh, so uh, the company itself is um, based out of Cambridge, UK, um, uh, although we do have sales offices over in uh, California, uh, downtown San Francisco. Um, we uh, have a piece of technology that um, came about because we wanted to give uh, machines in the, the broadest of senses um, uh, a sense of hearing, uh, and sense of hearing for us meant uh, sounds beyond speech or music. Um, uh, those type of sounds uh, are obviously very different, distinct uh, from uh, speech sounds and music sounds and needed very specialist techniques so that you could get the detection rates very high. But um, the other part of what we do is we put this and run this all on the devices themselves. So on the edge of the network in, into an area that's um, uh, becoming known as uh, tiny ML. So incredibly compact um, uh, um, hardware. So we, we run on anything from uh, small little headphone units. So sort of, um, you know, true wireless headphone units, something like the, the AirPods or something like that uh, in terms of form factor, um, right up to um, smart home equipment uh, itself. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into some of the, the customers we work with. Um, Absolutely. So the application is sound recognition. So this is distinct from speech recognition. We're talking about sounds. So could you give examples of the types of sounds that uh, your technology recognizes? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, we break sounds into roughly four components. This is the way the company does it. So um, we break them down into health and well-being related sounds. So these are coughing, sneezing, crying, um, safety and security related sounds. So these are things like glass windows being broken if somebody's breaking into a house or a smoke and CO alarm uh, going off a house being an indicator of um, clearly a fire or some uh, um, poisonous gas in there. Okay. Um, we also deal with uh, communication, um, which which is uh, around improving the way audio is picked up from an environment based on a better understanding of that, that, that sound scene that it's sitting in and also on the entertainment side in terms of uh, improving the way music is uh, projected back into the environment uh, based on a better understanding of the sounds that are already present. Um, okay, I understood three of the four. The communications one, I, I, wasn't, I didn't com completely get that. So could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, you take the example of uh, mobile phone. Um, uh, clearly, mobile phones are, are, are trying to pick up sounds uh, from the environment. They've got audio pickup. Uh, uh, subsystems uh, ranging from you know sort of complicated microphone array systems uh, through to um, you know more simplistic ones. Um, if you better understand the sound scenes in in which that um, device is trying to operate, you can pick up sounds better from it. Uh, so you can improve uh, you know, quality of pickup, quality of call, those sort of things. Right. So it's about analysis of the audio environment in order to make uh, product improvements. 
Yes, yeah. So the, the company in its essence is we're a software licensing company. So we license our top our software to some of the, the, the biggest brands in the world um, who use our technology in their products uh, that they sell into the marketplace. Uh, we're typically focused on consumer products uh, here at the moment. So that will range from uh, things like um, cameras, uh, video doorbells, um, uh, smart speakers, you know, so stuff generally in the smart home category, then through to headphones, mobile phones, and uh, autonomous driving uh, or connected cars, uh, the sort of areas that we focus on. Interesting. Okay. So, and what's your, what's the deliverable? Is it, do you deliver SDKs or uh, is there an API or do you actually send people into these companies and set things up? Uh, so we, we deliver a, a, a library, a binary library um, together with what we call sound profiles. Um, sound profiles are the things that configure um, the end AI3 engine to detect one or more sounds. Um, and, and then people uh, work with us to understand how to design products um, so that when they can, as they do now, respond to the sounds that happen around them, you can uh, unlock entirely new uh, experiences uh, and designing products that respond to their sound environments is a very new thing. Obviously, uh, designing um, products that respond to human voices is a relatively uh, new thing, especially on the, the natural uh, uh, full natural language side so designing products for sound itself is even newer than that i see well so we're really at the, the cutting edge then yes. um so these these sound profiles these are things that you guys develop for specific use cases for specific clients to respond to their their exact needs so a sound profile might be the audio environment that a mobile phone is operating in for a specific manufacturer so, so we, we generally um, do things, we have a catalog of sounds um, which uh, people come to us so that they're not so much bespoke to each customer, uh, they're more um, somebody comes to us and we have a catalog of these sound profiles and they say I want, um, uh, I know, I'm going to make a safety and security product, I want uh, dog bark, glass break and smoke and CO alarm on this device. Um, mm. uh, so that when it hears those sounds, it can take action, um, uh, and that action being driven by what type of device it is. Okay, so there's there's a couple of use cases. There's the the use case of helping improve the product, which I guess the the results go back to the engineers and then they, they tweak the mics and stuff. But then there's also uh, this kind of uh, reactive, uh, uh, event driven kind of process where. Uh, everything happens automatically. It's in the software. It hears a, an event, and then something's triggered, and, and, and action's taken within the software itself. Yes. Yeah. So okay. gen generally, you, you you're either affecting uh, some sort of notification to a, a person, affecting some sort of um, notification uh, to a, a, another subsystem, and that subsystem's taken action. What we see ourselves as providing that sort of contextual understanding of all those sounds um, uh, beyond speech or music, uh, and hence whatever you're providing that context to, whether it be another machine or uh, a person, is, is is the same from our perspective. Uh, it's the same it's the same thing at the at the end of the day okay well, let's hear a few of those sounds now then just so that everyone's got an idea of the kinds of sounds and the and the environment the quality of the sound that that you guys are picking up and in in which the you're 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 trying to detect the event basically you're looking for the sound event as uh, sound event within that uh, within that sound file so we've got a few sound files now we're going to play them
So we just heard, um, what is this, uh, glass breaking, uh, smoke alarm, dog barking, and baby crying. And the audio, you can hear the audio quality isn't, isn't crystal clear, right? So you guys have to deal with some kind of, uh, some quite challenging uh, audio environments. Yes, and obviously, uh, notwithstanding the, the the menagerie that sort of uh, a scene was painting out, um, <laughs> then um, uh, we we have to deal with quite a, a few complex environments. One of the the very important uh, things and challenges for um, sound, as opposed to uh, say speech, um, speech is obviously a, a relatively narrow band. Um, sound um, it's uh, got a whole bunch of constraints around it in, in various ways by the, the the structure of language or the, the types of acoustic um, yeah, the phenomenon range. that generating it was yeah. sound is much more open than that um, and it's also much more in the types of devices we're on affected by the the environments we're in so we actually have Hearing uh, Cambridge um, anechoic facilities um, that we um, that the company owns that um, we do a lot of the recordings in, so you get those very clean um, neutral recordings um, uh, uh, for uh, uh, the data. So that yeah, when yeah. we want to scale that up to worldwide levels, we have um, huge amounts of expertise in um, data augmentation and other techniques that allow it to scale up. So it sounds like it's in a San Francisco wooden house or in my uh, Cambridge brick house or um, London uh, skyscraper. You know, sort very of a- interesting. Yeah, I've actually been in one of those rooms. Is it, how do we say an- anechoic? Anechoic, yes. Anechoic. Um, it's one of the rooms with the, all the walls, you have to imagine all the walls and the ceiling and the floor are all made of these kind of polystyrene or whatever material kind of triangles, very kind of shallow triangles. And then as the sound touches the walls, it just disappears through multiple reflections into the, the base of the wall and, and nothing's reflected back. So you get this eerie effect where you're in this this kind of, uh, I don't know, this ethereal like no man's land. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a very, uh, um, um, I suppose, spooky for want of another word. Um, uh, experience to be in one. Uh, what you do find, though, is uh, you know, obviously from, from the acoustics point of view, for measuring impulses response, everybody always loves um, guns because they're extremely loud and extremely uh, quick. So we, we have a, a, a range of um, blank firing guns when we're doing impulse retests in there, <laughs> and um, uh, guns just sound incredibly different in that sort of environment. Um, uh, than they do uh, anywhere else because they're so uh, a gun especially is so tied up with the environment in which you um... I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview that's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode, You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. 
Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, higher quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.